This is Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you drive long haul, short haul, or heavy haul, they're here to empower and inspire women in the trades on TNCRadio.live. So gear down, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy Takaro. We're a show designed to inspire and empower women with great information, guests, and topics designed for women. I'm Shelly, and I'm Kathy. Good mental health is essential. Depression, isolation, and sadness have been aggravated by the pandemic and brought mental health issues to the forefront. People often try to cope and escape through substance abuse or other destructive habits. Today, we have Christine Price, Ph.D., who is an expert in holistic mental health. She holds a doctorate in natural medicine and has been a mental health and addiction recovery professional for over 30 years. She has advanced training in quantum health and is the author of Four Bodies, Four Medicines. She's also the author of 10 Ways to Balance Your Brain Chemistry. Christine has some great insight into many areas of mental health and information that can guide listeners on a path to healing. Welcome, Christine. Thank you so much for being with us today. It's good to be here. I'm looking forward to this <laughs> this discussion. I am too. And I thought we could begin with you telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah. So I, I've been through four careers, I would say. So, you know, like I said, for 30 years, um, I actually have 33 years of recovery. And, you know, I'm proud of that every year. It's, you know, some years are harder than others to stay on that path. But, um, but I, my first career was in substance abuse. And so my drug of choice was actually cocaine. And it was the one chemical that got me out of depression, which is sad to think, you know, I dealt with decades of depression. I was, you know, had trouble with that since childhood. And obviously it was not a long-term solution. So, so in the substance abuse field, I started to look at what are long-term solutions and what are people self-medicating for? Um, Then I went on to a degree in, you know, master's degree in psychology, where I started to realize these chemical imbalances aren't just about addictions. They're about mental health, obviously. And, um, I worked as a school psychologist and then I started, and I would say my third career is when I started my private practice. And so in my private practice, I started to have the freedom to really explore the solutions in a way that, um, you know, the school system had not supported, or, you know, the government agencies had not supported. And so I got really into a lot of the alternative solutions and my own story i you know i started finding um, nutritional neurochemistry it's a term i use in early in my own recovery i started to find solutions for my depression and anxiety and all kinds of things and i started to see that it all fit together And so now I would say I'm a consultant, um, educator, trainer. Um, I have some methods that I've developed and I train practitioners in those and hope to actually one day have a school where everything's together as a integrative mental health training. So, so there's just the nutshell. Okay. You know, it's kind of... Thank you. Oh, I, I think so. Absolutely. You know, it, it's kind of interesting how there seems to be a disconnect on how the brain interacts with what we eat and, and, and everything we do affects how we feel. There doesn't seem to be mm-hmm. the understanding. I'm surprised there hasn't been a more holistic approach to mental health. It's coming. And I and I feel like I'm attracting some amazing opportunities. So I'm working with a foundation right now whose goal is to really, you know, create a a, a shift in the industry to to say, hey, let's create some real solutions for mental health. Mm-hmm. And and they're thinking large scale, which is exciting to be part of. So yeah. essentially when we feel depressed or we feel anxious or we have various issues. Is it because our brain chemistry is off? Is is that what it is? That's definitely part of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so so this book I've written, 10 Ways to Balance Your Brain Chemistry, there's I can kind of outline really quickly kind of the 10 things that I've worked with. And then I want to kind of focus in on a few of those today. 
That sounds terrific. Good. Okay. So, so what I found is that definitely the body. So I use a diamond. So you can picture a diamond where you've got the bottom point is the physical aspects. And those are both the issues as well as the solutions. Mm -hmm. Then you've got the side points or the mental aspects, the emotional aspects, and the top of the diamond is the spiritual. So within my 10 ways book, um, really about half of it's on the physical, because I think if we can resolve the body part of the mind body connection, we're going to get a whole lot further. And that's what's missing in the mental health field. There's not anywhere near enough discussion or education on what's going on in the body. Mm -hmm. So, so I want to talk a little bit about nutritional neurochemistry. That's the first way. Second way is to swap counterfeits for real solutions. The third is, is detoxification and diet. Fourth is balancing our physiology. So we have a lot of that imbalance and it relates back to the gut. There's a lot of solutions we can resolve with, with gut issues. The fifth is hydration. And I'm going to focus on that today. Sixth is sleep, which makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. And the seventh is kind of the whole sensory. Um, there's a lot on mindfulness training. So I want to focus on that today and how to engage the senses in a way that can, can restore balance. Um, eight, nine, and 10 go back to the diamond. So thoughts, emotions, and, and the spirituality. So there's the quick overview okay. of what's in the book, but I want to kind of focus today on a little bit about this, the neurochemistry, mm -hmm. the counterfeits and real solutions, Okay. the hydration, which is really interesting. I don't know. It's a really simple fix, but it's something that people aren't aware of. And then our sensory engagement, this, and these are all things you can do while you're in your truck. That's what I was excited about. <laughs> oh, that is, that, that is that super helpful. Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll rely on you on uh, where you'd like to go with this. Um, you were talking about nutritional neurochemistry. That That's really interesting. Now, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Uh -huh. So, yes. Yeah, so here's what, what I found is that in the brain, there's, and I've kind of outlined about five chemicals that are really what, you know, and this translates to substance use. And this is what's so fascinating mm -hmm. is that as I was working for, I was over 10 years with, with substance abuse, I discovered some kind of common themes with people for self-medication. So you've got your uppers and your downers, right? So mm -hmm. you've got your stimulants and your depressants. And what that looks like in the counterfeits is a counterfeit stimulant is anything from caffeine to methamphetamine. And there's that whole range and spectrum in between. So, you know, and I think it's really common that people are using something like caffeine. Obviously there's energy drinks, there's coffee, there's, you know, that, the, what is it? The 12 hour shots or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're all over in the gas stations. Sure. That stuff is I, so bad for you. <laughs> oh, but I'm guessing. And, I, and I'm just curious. I mean, the typical truck stop, right. Mm -hmm. Um, is loaded with this kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm like, and you guys will know this better than I do, but how common is that with, within your industry? Mm, pretty common. Uh, pretty common. I know like in, even at work, uh, because we worked uh, 12 and a half, 13 hour shifts, mm -hmm. all, all our uh, vending machines are filled with those monster drinks, those, those wake up pills, those, you know, yeah. because we work night shifts and day shifts and we're all over the place. And a lot, a lot of mm -hmm. my coworkers drink that stuff. That's the first thing they drink with, like, instead of coffee, I'm like, oh my God, like how many of those do you drink a day? You know how bad that is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's the counterfeits are, are the stimulants. The brain actually has in the body has its own chemical um, called norepinephrine or noradrenaline. Mm -hmm. And so, so that's natural in the body. What'll happen is that when you take a stimulant that the, you know, that's an excess say, and it gives you that big jump your own brain doesn't know what to do with that. Mm 
So it responds in two ways. One, it's it start it wants homeostasis. It wants to come back to normal. Mm-hmm. So one, it'll start to kind of deplete or it'll turn down its own mechanisms for creating that chemical. And two, we have this thing called receptor sites. So there's transmitters and receivers, just like a telephone. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on right inside the brain. You've got a communication system in the neural network that looks kind of like, you know, you're calling on one end and receiving on the other. Right. So what's going in between there is not a phone signal, it's chemicals. So that's, what's moving all throughout your nervous system is chemicals. So it's a chemical communication system. Is that interesting? Oh yeah. I don't know if everybody knows that, but so these chemicals are communicating all throughout your body. And, and so in order to create balance, you're actually going to sometimes create more receptor sites for norepinephrine or noradrenaline. So with more receptor sites, it's, it ends up becoming more hungry mouths to feed. Okay. So once you stop, if you turn down your intake, your brain and body take a while to catch up. They're like, wait, where's that stuff? So, so there's this term in, in addictions called chasing the dragon. And, and it's an interesting parable. If you ever want to check it out, there's actually some YouTube videos on this chasing the dragon idea. Mm -hmm. So, so what it is, is that the first time you ingest a substance and that could be anything from alcohol to, um, you know, even pot or, you know, there's all kinds of substances out there, right? The first time you take it, it's, it's like, you've got this virgin brain. It's like this how, right? This, like, you've got all the chemicals just massively in the synapses, those little spaces between the transmitters and receivers just going like wild. And you'll never get that back again. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So people are always looking for that extra high and they never, ever achieve it. You'll never get it back again unless, Mm -hmm. so then what happens is you build up tolerance. Uh So, so that tolerance is basically your brain stops producing it and, or you create more receptor sites to receive Mm. chemicals. And so then you got to take more and Mm -hmm. take more over time. So you never quite catch the dragon. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. And so then the other side of the stimulants is the depressants. And, and so what happens is sometimes people will start going into anxiety with too much of that norepinephrine, noradrenaline. And so that's uncomfortable. And then you need something to bring you back down or you need to sleep at night. And so, so what brings you back down in in regards to counterfeits would be like sleeping pills, like benzodiazepines or alcohol. I'm trying to think if there's any other basic ones out there, but mm-hmm. uh, like a, um, is it no dose or is that a stimulant? Anyway, the that's a stimulant, yeah, that's a stimulant. There we go. It's the, it's the ones the over a over counter sleep aids. Okay. Okay. So, so the ones that help you go to sleep, Salmonex, I don't know. Anyway, there's right. sure. Yeah. So, and so one of the most basic ones that actually is fairly safe. So if you're having to take something that's over the counter, typically Benadryl is, is not overly addictive. So that's, um, I don't know the Latin name for it, but it's, it's over the counter and it's, it's even prescribed or not prescribed, but allowed for pregnant women. And, you know, so it's pretty safe in children and babies. Right. It makes people sleepy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It'll make you sleepy. And it doesn't seem to be very addictive. So typically, so I even took, I took Benadryl for three years in order to try to get out of a, I'm one of those people that, and and, you know, and this is an issue too, is when you're up and down, right? So Mm -hmm. there's, there's some of us who, who go up too high and down too low and live in a roller coaster. And so I was trying to manage my roller coaster by having a really predictable bedtime. And that actually was a really good idea for me to take a Benadryl every night at 9 PM because it started to wire me to have a routine at night. And, and some of us need that because we'll stay up till 1 AM and, you know, be in, 
you know, a sleep pattern that's not, you know, not consistent. Mm -hmm. So, so I took that for three years. And then one day I decided, I don't think I want to do that anymore. And, and I had no negative side effects um, from just stopping it. So that's, so that's kind of the downer side Mm -hmm. of all this. And then we've got, you know, a whole other range of things. So, so we hear about serotonin a lot. So serotonin is kind of that even keel mellow out sort of, of chemical in the brain. Oh, back to the downers in the brain, that's GABA. So it stands for gamma amino butyric acid, which GABA is actually something you can take. Um, you can find it in health food stores sometimes, and it is very natural and mild. Um, the difference with that and like Benadryl is that I had teenagers. I don't know if you guys can relate to having teenagers, but but I had, um, but the teenagers have this thing of like, how late can curfew be? And until they can drive, you've got to go pick them up at 1130 or midnight or whatever. Right. So that didn't work when I was taking my Benadryl at 9 PM. I, that might've been why I had to stop. I don't know. But, um, when you've taken something like even a Benadryl, a lot of times your brain and body are not going to overcompensate for that. Like you don't want to drive. That's a really good thing to mention right here. Right. As we're talking to drivers, Mm -hmm. don't drive on that. Make sure you don't have to pull Mm -hmm. yourself together, but, but GABA, you can actually, your own brain can overcompensate or, or shift out of that if you need to, because that's, what's naturally in the brain. So you can take it as a supplement. And if you need to wake back up, you can do that. Okay. So it's a a sleep aid that's more natural. Yeah. I don't know that I'd call it a sleep aid. It's an amino acid. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so gamma amino butyric acid Mm -hmm. is really kind of what all of these, what we're talking about are all kind of based on this principle of amino acids that are the building blocks for things like serotonin. So back to serotonin, there's this interesting little process. So L-tryptophan is an amino acid. Mm-hmm. It turns into 5-HTP, which is 5-hydroxytryptophan. Mm-hmm. And you can actually buy 5-HTP in Walmart. Okay. okay. That's what's in Turkey, right? And it is in Turkey. L-tryptophan is. is in yeah. Turkey. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. So if you're looking at making, you know, like using diet, the thing they say though, is that you'd have to eat a lot of well, which we do on Thanksgiving, right? Eat a lot of turkey to get as much L tryptophan or sure, and everybody or, passes out. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the because the mashed potatoes go with that too. There's a book called Potatoes Not Prozac, and that was a life changer for me. Interesting, is that, isn't that cool? Uh-huh. It's, it's an amazing book, and um, I think it's Kathleen De Masons wrote it, but. She did a great job. She's a child of an alcoholic who was trying to figure out her brain chemistry in a natural way and figured out these amino acids. And so she talks a lot about serotonin in that book and explains how we can, you know, support that naturally. So yeah, potatoes, not Prozac. And, but yeah, you combine the potatoes and the turkey then you got that, that max load, <laughs> but yeah, that's it's comfort food. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's comfort food and, mm-hmm. and having a good balance of serotonin gives you the, the sense of like all is well, all is well. And I can just sit back and relax. Stay tuned for more of women road warriors coming up. TNCRadio.live is proud to carry the Steve Summers Overnight Drive Show. TNCRadio.live is dedicated to commercial drivers. We offer the news, traffic, and weather you need, and the entertainment, sports, talk, music, and celebrity interviews you want to hear 24-7. We have original shows and trucker podcasts that feature some of your favorites, like Ice Road Alex Demogorski and America's Truckin' Sweetheart Marcia Campbell. TNCRadio.live is convenient and designed for professional drivers. The best part is we're free, and you can listen anywhere you are on the road. With just one tap, you can tune into Steve Summers and us right on your phone. Simply download our app, 
by going to app.tncradio.live. That's app.tncradio.live. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. So, Kathy, you've got some probably some pretty good serotonin there. I can picture you lying out on your lawn, your lounger there in, in Vegas. Is that where you are? Yeah, I'm in Vegas <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> oh, I'm sitting here feeling uh, like a zombie. I probably look like one too right now, right at the moment, but um, just coming off the night shifts and trying to find my energy for the day shift, trying to, you know, flip back over. It's really physically, physically uh, difficult, difficult. So mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know what's going on chemically, but all I know is that I have an Americano sitting right beside me. <laughs> yeah. Try to wake you up. <laughs> a large. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, and so these natural solutions are, we can find a lot of those in diet. So, you know, so comfort foods are going to give you that serotonin level relaxation, comfort level. And but if you wanted to wake up with diet instead of a, you know, a, a cup Americano. of coffee, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> you, you could do that by actually taking out the comfort foods. And it's interesting. So a lot of those diets that are popular and this, and I've watched them over a couple decades now. So there was South beach and Atkins and, and now, and paleo, and now it's yep. keto, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all, what they all have in common is they're taking out your carbs, right? right? So when you take out the carbs, you, you're pretty much, you're just doing protein and, you know, vegetables, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and some fats or whatever, but, but what you're doing is you're, is you're giving your brain more of the one, the amino acids, because you get those in a high protein diet mm-hmm. yeah, and you've taken the carbs out. And so you're not getting into your comfort levels as much. So, so your, your body will lose weight. You'll, you'll be more stimulated from, from that type of diet hmm. naturally, but yeah. And, and another way of looking at it is your pH level. If your pH level is more alkaline, you tend to have more energy and lose weight easier. And, and so it's all those carbs, things you buy from a box mm-hmm. will yeah. lower your pH, make it more acidic. And then you also lose your energy level a little so bit. Do you want to be more alkaline than acidic? Is, yes, you do. So they even found like with um, cancer there, you know, when you hear about people that are trying to do some natural approaches to either prevent or treat early stage cancers, mm-hmm. they go into a real alkaline diet. So it's very health promoting. And so that's like green smoothies. Okay. And, you know, and the high protein diets Okay, are pretty alkaline. And so. people can t- test their pH with them. Um just with their saliva, right? Yeah, you can test it, but you know, like when you're, when you're feeling alkaline, it's like you're sluggish. You're like, uh, you might have body aches and pains. You feel heavy when you're feeling alkaline. Okay. When you're acidic, sorry, when when you're acidic. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so then when you shift to alkaline, you feel lighter, you feel more energetic. You feel, you know, like a little like limber, I would say. Mm-hmm. because part of what's going on with the acidic diet is it's creating free radicals, all that stuff in your body that you've got to clean up. Sure. So your so, body's working yeah. overtime. It's yeah. It's working really hard. Just kind of it's, it's yeah. You work your body real hard when you're acidic. Yep. Okay. So, so yeah, an alkaline diet or um, there's alkaline water. So that helps. That's a great segue to hydration. So anyway, I covered three of the chemicals, uh-huh. but you know, I think those are the basics that, that I think a lot of people need to, will be able to wrap their head around. So what are the things that people should eat to feel better overall? Chocolate. <laughs> oh yeah. That, oh yeah. <laughs> that works for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it does depend yeah. because if you're trying to feel better as far as which chemical, Mm-hmm. Right. And so back to the serotonin, uh, I didn't really talk about the counterfeits for serotonin, but those are like marijuana is actually, a, you know, gives you that feel that 
the serotonin, high levels of serotonin would, and, and then antidepressants are, you know, going to, they're the selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, you know, yeah. so those are, isn't that interesting? Uh, it, it just sounds scary, doesn't right. it? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so if you wanted to increase your serotonin levels, you'd, you'd have some potatoes and turkey, right? But that's the trick is to understand the amino acids a little bit more. And, you know, and you could use some supplements or you could manage your food so that, you know, I recommend when you wake up in the morning, um, I actually do intermittent fasting and, and I think intermittent fasting is a really good way to, um, give your body a break and, and then kind of structure your, your energy levels. So I, I have more energy in the morning if I don't eat and, and wait till about noon Mm -hmm. and eat between about noon and six. Okay. So that works for me, but everybody's kind of, you know, it's a self-awareness kind of process. And then at noon, I typically have a salad or a smoothie. So I don't have carbs until 6 PM ish dinner time. Okay. Okay. And is that your big meal typically? And that, yeah. So a big meal at dinner, which increases your serotonin levels. So then you, you want to go into that kind of serotonin state after you're done working or you can relax, you know, so you could time food a little bit around where you want your energy to be. I know when I've been working really, really hard, of course, I get hungry. Um, I found like pasta gives me energy. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't know if that's typical with everybody, but uh, that kind of carbs, do they, is that a kind of a quick ener- energy boost or? Well, they say that carbs is where you get your energy, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, um, I'm very sensitive to grains. Okay. And so, and so you've got to know a little bit about your food sensitivities as well. You know, somebody who, who's sensitive to dairy, that's going to create a lot of free radicals, right? If they, you know, and that's going to put their body to work a lot harder to try sure. to manage that. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah. So for me, grains will just kind of like drop my energy okay. and potatoes are okay for me. Yeah. I do the keto. Well, I do the paleo, paleo diet. I eat potatoes probably every day. That, that, was, yeah. that was the first solid food my mom ever gave me. So <laughs> They seem to be low allergenic or you've got other foods that are a lot more, um, that cause a lot more issues in the they call them actually, they create neurotoxins. Mm-hmm. Um, so dairy and grains do create yeah. some neurotoxins for people. Sure. Yeah. I like, had a lot of food allergies as a kid, so I can relate. Yeah. yeah. Like in the last two years I became celiac and mm. I've, I've had to radically, radically modify my diet. And personally I've noticed um, how much better I feel now that I don't have any gluten in my system at all. Yeah. Um, I, I remember when I would eat pasta or any carbs, it would immediately put me into a slump. Uh, I couldn't, you know, I'm tired. I can't function. I, I'm yawning. And, and now that I have like rice past, like, uh, you know, like the gluten-free stuff, what a difference in my own digestive system and how much better I feel. And, 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 and the same goes if I eat potatoes, I immediately want to sleep. <laughs> so, so yeah, you're sensitive. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. interesting. So I do have a chapter in the book called um, it's based on elimination, the elimination diet. Mm-hmm. It's on the detoxification and diet part, okay. but I actually got that from the potatoes, not Prozac book, the concept. And so the trick is to figure out what is your personal like food sensitivities. And, and so it's a gradual, like you go into a fasting mode and then you gradually introduce foods, just like you would with babies, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> when you're talking about babies that you want to know, like, are they going to react to this? So you give time between each type of food that you bring back in. Right. Mm-hmm. So I remember um, as a child going to the allergist and that's exactly what they did. They took mm-hmm. me off. Um, well, the first of all, I did a, um, a scratch test and I reacted to just a bunch of things. And they uh, took me off a bunch of foods and started reintroducing certain foods to see how I reacted. And I was just allergic to all kinds of things. I couldn't have chocolate, citrus, soy, dairy. 
I mean, uh, my mother had to make special food for me. It was just amazing. And going to the store, I was constantly reading ingredients. It's like, Mom, I can have this, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, we'd go to the restaurant. I uh, I couldn't have butter, so I'd have to bring my own margarine, my own dressing. Um, <laughs> it was like, I'm so sorry. And you're dealing with that as a kid, huh? Yeah. A, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I was reintroduced to a lot of this at the age of 16. Um, and it was really funny because I really didn't know how to eat an ice cream cone. <laughs> so it was quite the joke with my friends. It's like, mm, hey, man, fine. that's going down your arm there. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> but um it was uh, a treat to be able to finally eat some of this stuff and i could and and the whole thought behind that was to give my body the ability to tolerate and i learned uh what my body cannot tolerate my stomach will let me know you know yeah it's you know it's that self-awareness and you know for me like i was figuring a lot of this out around the time i was taking a nutrition course at call in my you know in my master or sorry my bachelor's program and what they were teaching especially this was back when they were doing the food pyramid with you need to have seven grains a day you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was like uh this isn't working <laughs> uh-huh. so so you got to be more intuitive yeah. and you know, and, and get outside the box of what I think, you know, and, and people are doing that more now, you know, than they were in the nineties, but, but it's, we've got to be able to be more, I think, self-aware and intuitive about what we need. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I remember when I was growing up too, um, a lot of people, a lot of adults would say, oh, that's all in your head. It's like, no, it isn't. I really do get sick if I eat this. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think today people are more understanding. They realize food really can make you sick. If you don't eat the right thing, it can make you feel like crap. It can make you feel really good. So, yeah, and it affects mental health. Yep. And in our stress levels and such. Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Industry Movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry. Our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of. And join us on social media. Learn more at TruckingMovesAmerica.com. Kathy DeCaro is nothing short of amazing. She not only drives the world's biggest truck as a heavy equipment operator in northern Alberta, Canada. She's an international motivational speaker and the author of Dream Big, an autobiography about overcoming a lifetime of trauma and abuse that led to dreams of success. Kathy inspires people the world over to change their lives and improve their self-worth. Her book will change your life. She's passionate about personal growth and believes anyone can change their circumstances and overcome their obstacles if they believe in themselves. Her life will amaze you and seriously inspire you. Be sure to order a copy of her book, Dream Big, on Amazon.com. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. So, so I want to talk about this really interesting finding mm-hmm. with salt. Okay. Okay. So, so there's, you know, and, and part of this is understanding there's, we've kind of messed with our food sources, right? So, so in the divine design of food, if you look at really, truly natural food, it's, it's got a combination of things. Mm-hmm. And we started kind of messing with this when we started refining flour, for example, because the whole wheat, you know, whole wheat has certain minerals in it, including I think chromium. And when you refine that whole wheat and make it white flour, you take out those minerals. Mm-hmm. And then that messes with your blood sugar more. And same thing with like molasses or, you know, a natural sugar versus refined white sugar. And so they talk about, you know, the problem with the white stuff, Yeah, you know, white flour, sugar. Yeah. So it's the same thing with salt. And this is the thing I don't think people are talking about as much is white salt is toxic. 
mm-hmm. but unrefined salt is actually health promoting. Well, like sea salt and well, they say sea salt, but you've got to look, is it colored? That's the key. So, so there's this big thing about sea salt, but I was in a store and I was, you know, I picked up some sea salt and it was still white. It was still refined. Oh, that's the issue. Good to know. It is good to know. So the, there's a huge difference between refined and unrefined salt. Okay. So, so the unrefined salt, I'll give you a few examples. Celtic is like gray and it's clumpy. You know, it's like, you kind of have to either put it in a grinder or um, figure out, you know, like what I do with that. Cause it's, you know, it's a lot of times it's not, it's not shaker ready. Right. Um, so Celtic is one, then you've got Himalayan, which is pretty common. You want to make yeah. sure you get a good quality. I'm kind of worried about, I heard a little bit about, you know, when they start mass producing, you don't always know if you're going to get the same quality, but that's the pink stuff. Okay. So that's a better one. So Himalayan is, yes. If you're looking at, if it, you want to look at sourcing if possible, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's pink salt that you see mm-hmm. a lot more common. Mm-hmm. And then the other is called real salt and it comes, I'm, I live here in, in Northern Utah mm-hmm. and we have the great salt Lake and that great salt Lake has been, you know, they're taking that natural salt and they've turned it into what they call real salt. And so it's speckled. It's kind of like, it's got some Brown and red and it's speckly. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So those are three kind of types of unrefined salts. And so here's, here's the interesting thing mm-hmm. is that What's different is that unrefined salt has a balance of minerals, including potassium, calcium, magnesium, and sodium. And so those four minerals are really important to have in balance in your nervous system. So I'll say them again. So it's potassium, calcium, magnesium, and sodium. And so they actually kind of create this, this four-way balance. If you want to look at it that way. Mm -hmm. And if you can have, have a balance of those minerals, your whole nervous system works better. So I'll give you my story. So, so I was chronically under stress and this is the thing, like so many people are dealing with this, right? This high stress levels and you know, your body goes into fight flight mode. So back to that noradrenaline, if we're pumping out this adrenaline all the time, we're going to end up you know, basically kind of throwing our nervous system into hyperdrive. Right. And, and then it exhausts the nervous system (laughs) and the nervous system needs replenishment. And the way you replenish the nervous system is through those, those, especially potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Okay. So those minerals, if you can just increase those minerals, you can sometimes balance out because we don't usually need more sodium. We usually have plenty, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially if you're doing fast food, high levels oh. of sodium in fast food. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's, so there's actually a product that I discovered and it changed my life. I've been taking it literally every day for 15 years. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Oh, what yeah, it is? absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So it comes from a company called standard process and standard process is they source all of the ingredients for their supplements in their own farms. So they're very aware of like the soil quality and the, you know, the organic farming, mm-hmm. which is really nice. And what they do is they create what are called whole food supplements. So they actually take these whole foods to build the supplement because back to what I was saying, there's a natural divine design to food. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they take the whole food create to create the supplement. Okay. So if you look at the ingredients, it's things, it's not just, you know, you can go out and buy a calcium supplement, but what they have in their ingredients is they have like it's kelp or it's, um, what alfalfa. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's a really condensed version of this green stuff typically, or this natural, um, food element. And, and so they have a product called Mintran and Mintran is basically these, these minerals 
if you look at men, it's basically the minerals that will help balance out the nervous system. So you so, have more energy and maybe feel better and well, it it gives you that it's really good for stress. And you know, if you're and if you're in that roller coaster, yeah, it stabilizes the roller coaster and you we know, manages that. that stress yeah. level than anything Excellent. I've seen. And so, and you're doing it by just addressing the minerals, which the minerals are the little kind of like think about channels and, you know, that get, you know, the receivers and the transmitters mm -hmm. we talked about the transmitters. Yeah. yeah. They flow through these channels. And so you have what are called like um, calcium channels or sodium channels or potassium channels. So it's like little waterways. Get sure. And, and doesn't that kind of balance the polarity in the body? Because I mean, yes. they're all electrical signals. It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's all connected to the amino acids and everything works better. So yeah, that's one of the best things I found. And you can find sometimes a really good supplement like um, calcium, magnesium together can be really helpful for reducing stress. People talk about magnesium more, I think, mm -hmm. as a way to calm the nervous system. Sure. If uh, you combine so it with calcium, it's, it's nice balance. So yeah, so that's, that's a fun trick. So, but, or you can just make sure you're getting enough unrefined salt. Yep. And if okay. you can completely switch to unrefined salt and not have any refined salt, it also supports the balance. I think that the, the key thing here is natural. Anything that's processed mm -hmm. is probably bad for us, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It throws things out of balance. Yep. Have you ever heard of a Himalayan black salt? I've heard of it. I'm I bought curious. it when I was in Tibet and it's supposed oh, to. You got to go um, to Tibet? And Nepal. Yes, I did. Yes, oh I did. Oh gosh. And I bought a whole bunch. It was only 50 cents. So I brought, I bought like six packs and um, it, it's supposed to, because um, I have a thyroid issue and yeah. um, it's supposed to really balance the, the thyroid. And I, and I don't take it consistently because I mean, I'm everywhere all the time and I don't think to remember to bring my little container of Himalayan black salt, <laughs> but um, I know that not that I've noticed a difference, but um, I've just read, done a lot of research on it and it's supposed to be excellent for you. Absolutely excellent on top of better than pink salt, the Himalayan pink salt. So good to know. Good to that, know. I am excited. I want to check that out. Yeah. I just yeah. Uh, made a note of that because I have a thyroid issue too. Mine's actually hyperthyroid. I've got Graves disease. So mm. I will check this out. Yeah. So Very yeah, cool. no, that, I got that in, in Nepal and that's what they, they were saying. So. Excellent. Yeah, there's natural forms of iodine. Um, in fact, that same company, um, Standard Process, does a natural iodine supplement. So it's called Iodomir. And I take Iodomir for my thyroid. It works better than the, the meds I've been prescribed. Oh, yeah, because the meds are synthetic. Yeah. yeah. I know. I'm, I'm on the bit on Synthroid for like six years, seven years. Yeah. Do you spell Iodomir? Iodomir. Yeah, isn't that interesting? But you can't usually sometimes you need to find a health care pro professional to get standard process yeah. because they're designed to be like, you know, they call it pharmaceutical grade. So you kind of want to know what you're doing. But you know, go online. Everything's online, at least for a minute until they pull it. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> or until the doctor starts screaming because everybody's asking them questions that they don't want to answer. Well, yeah. And the policy with, with standard process is they want it to go through a health professional. Oh, so they sure. try to stay on top of that. But, you know, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But we have about four minutes left, give or take. I, I wanted you to be able to cover all of the topics you, you oh, mentioned. Yes. So, yeah. And so the, the other one was the mindfulness. Mm -hmm. And, and so I just kind of want to kind of cover, you know, our five senses are ways to connect in to our balance, if that makes sense. And so, so there's visual, you know, and, and trying to just really be in the present moment is so powerful. And just, I, you know, I go on walks and try to just really engage with what's around me. And you can do that driving, right? You can get out of your head and just really appreciate the mountains to the side or really like tune into, you know, 
I laugh because I know that truck drivers can look down inside our cars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like think about that person next to you ever. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, but visuals one auditory is another music is powerful. Oh, I so love if it. you yeah. can use music, you can actually use music to change your brain chemistry. Mm-hmm. So there in the morning, you might want something a little jazzier or in the evening, you might want to go to that, you know, the chill station or whatever sure. and use that. Um, and then you've got olfactory and there's a lot of people that are into essential oils now, right? So essential oils are powerful. You can actually use certain types of essential oils to change your brain chemistry. And it actually works directly with your limbic brain, the amygdala. which is a part of the brain that you can't always communicate with to tell it. Yeah. And this is your fight flight mechanism Mm -hmm. to say, chill out. You're okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So lavender is an example on that. Um, You know, so gustatory engagement, that would be using food and really taking your time when you eat, because if you can do mindfulness with eating, you don't eat as much. And it gives your body permission to really incorporate what you're eating in the way that it can be the high to the, to serve the highest good. So mom wasn't just teaching me good manners when I was eating. It had a a purpose. Okay. (laughs) And so, and touch, you know, obviously um, wrapping in a warm blanket, you know, you know, we love those microfibers, right. You know, and just feeling connected or warm or, you know, having, you know, some sort of texture sometimes just gives you a sense of grounding Mm -hmm. or having a cat in your lap. Yeah. Kitties. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I also want to emphasize movement because, and I, and I try to like empathize with the truck driver that's sitting for 13 hours. Can't even imagine. (laughs) And so if, and, but I'm like, I'm addicted to work and I sit at my computer for eight a day, you know, easy some days. Yeah. And so I've got, you know, the thing on my watch that says time to get up (laughs) (laughs) and I've got a puppy (laughs) and puppy says time to go outside. Yeah. But movement is so important if we want to, um, stay in balance and, and what'll happen is, you know, anxiety will actually build up and, and it's released through the arms and legs. So that's the, what we call the peripheral nervous system. And so even if you've got, and I was like, I was trying to picture truckers. And so smoking the bandit, I think that was the movie where yeah. um, he's got this pulley weight in the cab. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Anyway, I remember thinking about like, if I had to be a truck driver, I'd have to have one of those. <laughs> I'd have to be able to work my arms. <laughs> and so I actually have a set of weights next to my computer. Okay. And so to just take some time and just, you know, move that energy through your arms and then get up and just even walk in place. You can yeah. use people who say that, oh, you know, I don't have uh, room to, to do whatever. Um, I use what, um, like on the truck, I'll get out and stretch or I'll do push-ups off the railing. Yeah. I'll do lunges on the deck or, you know, I'll do squats. I'll do, you know, just side stretches, anything to get my, some, some movement in, in my, my sore limbs. Yeah. Movement is so important. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be like an hour, five minutes. No, no, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So we just have a couple more minutes. Was there another point? I think you talked about hydration. Um, was that so yeah. Point? So back to hydration was actually tied to the salt, which was really interesting. So, so the, the cells are designed so that they need a balance of minerals in order to hydrate. And so if you're dehydrated, this is the crazy thing is you actually can take unrefined salt and water together uh-huh. and it hydrates you more than just water alone. Interesting. Okay. Isn't that fascinating? Um, Wasn't that how Gatorade, isn't there something in Gatorade? Yeah, there's electrolytes in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But even I think as important as electrolytes is these minerals in in the right balance. Makes absolute sense. Yeah. Wow. So this can make us feel better. Obviously, there's so many things to unpack here. I think we need to have you back, Christine, because you've got some great insight here. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) What do you think, Kathy? Did you have any questions for Christine before we wrap up? 
Oh my God, I have so many, but maybe I'll catch them next time. You're just so fascinating. And, and I find that, especially with truckers um, and, and people who sit in equipment or even in, in vehicles, um, it, it's there's so much information that we tend to forget. So it's mm-hmm. good to have reminders like this. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to having you back. That's fabulous. Yeah, um, because if we can feel better naturally, that's what it's all about. It is. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. And it's and it's gentler. I, I know you it. did you did say about um, how taking in the moments helps your mental health. When I'm at work and if I'm stressed out, I will look out to the like oh, these last nights have been really stressful. Well, the northern lights have helped me out through every single night because they're so beautiful. They're dancing across the sky, you know, and the colors and they're so close because I'm so, I'm so far North Canada um, that immediately sends me into a different space. And I'm like, okay, this is worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Use what you have around you to bring yourself some inner peace. Good point. I like that. Oh, yeah. Take it in and just be with it, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Be in the moment. So many people aren't. They need to be. And sometimes you got to get your nervous system calmed or get those, you know, overstimulation in in balance Mm -hmm. so that you can. So it all works together. Well, I love this information. Christine, where do people find you? Oh, yeah. ChristinePrice.com. There's no H in Christine. So it's C-R-I-S-T-I-N-E. Yeah, P-R-I-C-E dot com. And I've got um, the 10 Ways to Balance Your Brain Chemistry. I've got a couple of audio recordings on that. So we can listen while you're driving. Yeah. And an ebook version of that. So pretty handy to just grab on the run. Excellent. Well, I want to have you back. I want to learn more. Thank you so much. Yes, I'd love to come back. And I'm working on a fiction novel related to recovery. And so I think we talked about yeah. looking at that too. That'd be so. great. Oh, this has been great, Christine. Some great information for our listeners. Thank you for having me. Well, thank it's, you for coming on the show. Yeah. And you know, and I'm, I'm so appreciative to all those truck drivers out there. We need you. We need you, you know, to be healthy and well and enjoy your jobs. You know, that that you deserve that. And and get us, you know, keep us all working and, yes. you know, keep everything flowing. Drivers are oh, frontline workers. Nothing would move without them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. So grateful. You've been listening to Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you want to be a guest on the show or have a topic or feedback, email us at info at tncradio.live. Thank you for listening to another great interview on tncradio.live. All of the material you hear on tncradio.live on our website, our broadcasts, or our podcasts are copyrighted. There can be no distribution without the express consent of tncradio.live and its partners. For inquiries, write us at info at tncradio.live.